0: Morning, everybody, and welcome to J bomb and Puddy Save Halloween. Yeah.
1: <laughs> you need more of a Transylvanian accent with that. I
0: I can't though. That's the best I could do.
1: You kind of got to be like you know Gary Oldman, Bram Stokers, Dracula, you know. <laughs> <laughs> Is
0: that good.
1: Children of the night. Yeah.
0: yeah. Children of the night. <laughs> eat, uh, for spooks, scares, and little Jackie <laughs> <Nah>. Welcome everyone, <laughs> hello This is our second big freaking podcast we've ever done Probably at the end of the day it might be our biggest one yeah. This is is J and Putty Save Halloween. We hope you're having a fantastic Halloween. It is Halloween Day as we record part one. Yes. Part one of the two part J and Putty Save Halloween special. Uh, J- uh
1: A holiday that's so awesome and it needs two episodes.
0: Oh, absolutely, dude. We went we went all out for Christmas last year, no doubt about it. Mm-hmm. But this year, yeah. I think it's going to be even bigger. Because we have quite a few things on, on tap for you here today. We have Indeed. we have a discussion about the origin and overall history of Halloween and All Hallows' Eve and everything Spooky Month has to deal with.
1: Yeah, and that kid in Hocus Pocus is bullshit. Jandy Companies didn't make it up.
0: Yeah, right? We're gonna talk about some of our favorite Halloween memories. Which Yeah. This could be interesting. Could
1: be. Could be.
0: We're going to discuss some of the best Halloween costumes of the time of Halloween. Whether it be some that we've had on ourselves or some that we've seen that we wish we could have had.
1: Uh, that's a good one, yeah. I like
0: it. We're going to, and to finish up part one, we're going to have a discussion. About J-Bomb's Halloween countdown, which, number one, I can't even believe it. Yeah. And
1: J-Bomb
0: will will start us on with that discussion. So, that is part one. In part two, we have a doozy for you. Because just like we did with Dogtooth, only this is actually going to be a good film.
1: Yes, a good movie.
0: We are going to be watching along with The Thing. Yes. We are not going to have the, the audio of the film on, obviously. We are going to just comment as the, episode, as the movie goes on and try to be entertaining and hopefully not just be paying attention more. Because, J-Bomb, you're probably going to have to be more talkative than i am there because i might actually start paying attention because i've never seen the thing
1: it's a classic uh, I, i'm psyched that you've never seen it and i get to watch it you know doing this podcast with you Absolutely. so yeah if you haven't seen the thing as well everybody listening um or you have and want to watch it again with us like we're sitting right alongside you talking shit
0: mm-hmm. we will be we're right- gonna give you that opportunity Right there along for the ride with ya. And then we'll figure, Or we'll figure, we'll end this amazing podcast with a little advice to get you through the night. That'll be part two. That'll come on later on tonight at probably around seven or eight. Not 100% sure. That'll be future Puddy's problem to deal with, not mine. Nah. No. But right now, this is our normal, regular podcast starting at one o'clock. We hope you have one hell of a time and I hope you survive With our first discussion point. Topic of interest. What I mm, What should I call you this? Suck. Wow, thanks! <laughs> Happy Halloween to you too, asshole.
1: Check or treat, motherfucker.
0: <laughs> we are going to go over some ancient origins of Halloween. Some some origins, the meaning of Halloween, the overall history. We're not going to go super in death. In, in death, that was that was a free slip.
1: That was no. That was like watching tales from the crypt. Yeah, you're like the crypt keeper. You're changing up your words to make them creepier. <laughs> yeah. We are going to not going to go as in death.
0: Yeah, <laughs> as what we normally would. Well, actually, I'm really fucking up so far. What the hell's wrong with me? I think, oh, it's, it's, the, it's the demons. It's the demons. They're around me, J-bomb.
1: Oh shit, the fucking demons. They cause you to like frog splash people and shit. I don't like oh, those demons. Get
0: away! Get away, demon!
1: Alright. Somebody call the exorcist.
0: Be gone, Satan! Hello, Shamu! <laughs> So let's talk about some origins of Halloween. By the way, I am looking up Halloween 2020 by History.com. Updated on October 28th. (coughs) So that gives you the uh, article that we are going over when it comes to actually talking about this stuff. So hopefully our asses don't get in trouble. Halloween originally dates back to ancient Celtic festival of Samhain. They, who, the Celts, who lived about two thousand years ago, mostly in the area that is now Ireland, the United Kingdom, and northern France, celebrated their New Year on November first. No, the I day. The day marked the end of summer and the harvest and the beginning of the dark, cold winter, a time of year that was often associated with human death. Celts believed that on that night, before the new year, the boundary between the worlds of the living and the dead became blurred. On the night of October 31st, they celebrated Samhain, uh, when it was believed that the ghosts of the dead returned to earth. In addition to causing trouble and damaging crops, Celts thought that the presence of the otherworldly spirits made it easier for the Druids or Celtic priests to make predictions about the future. For a people entirely dependent on the volatile nature, natural world, these prophecies were an important source of comfort during the long, dark winter. Ice. Here's, a, here's an interesting thing they have in, in red letters. Did you know, one quarter of all candy sold annually in the U.S. is purchased for Halloween?
1: I believe that.
0: I can absolutely see that for sure.
1: I mean, You go it, into one of those suburbs on Halloween, man, and every house there is handing out good man. candy.
0: And not even like the little ones, too. You talk at some of those places give out the big bars.
1: Yeah, full can- full-size candy bars and shit, yeah.
0: Mm-hmm. I can believe that. 1,000%. Oh, yeah.
1: I don't buy candy throughout the year, but I do on Halloween.
0: Mm-hmm. Well, of course, because you got kids, you have pe- you have your kids' friends, so there'll be even more kids that c- get candy. Plus, come on, you got to eat some of the candy yourself.
1: I do dig a Snickers bar every now and then. Yeah. <laughs> we,
0: we, we won't talk about that. That's fine.
1: Yeah, and yeah. now uh, actually, if you bringing up the kids actually uh, tonight, Halloween night will be my kids' Halloween party. So yeah.
0: Oh, happy Halloween to your kids there. I hope they're having a fantastic time, or they will, because that'll be later on in part two.
1: Yeah, they're gonna bomb for apples and shit.
0: Oh, that sounds good. Hopefully you have fun, man.
1: No, we always do. Let's talk a
0: little okay,
1: bit. For the pizza. <laughs> you came for the
0: pizza <laughs> alright fair point I acknowledge I acknowledge that as a thing I like pizza hey let's talk about All Saints Day when it comes to Halloween on May 13th 609 so we're going back over a thousand, over 1400 years Pope bon- Pope Boniface Boniface? I ho- I'm probably not pronouncing that right at all. Prop- Pope Boniface IV dedicated the Pantheon in Rome in honor of all Christian martyrs and the Catholic Feast of All Martyrs was established in the Western Church. Pope Gregory III later expanded the festival to include all saints as well as all martyrs and moved the observance from May 13th to November 1st. The, the, by the ninth century, the influence of Christianity had spread into Celtic lands, where it gradually blended with the sublant older Celtic rites. In 1000 A.D., the Church made November 2nd All Souls' Day. That's creepy. Ooh, I like, I like that. Also, can you imagine if we had if we celebrated two Halloweens within a 72-hour period?
1: That'd be great. hey you get a christmas eve and a christmas day damn it
0: hey might as well yeah but you could also say that october uh 30th all hallows eve is a day
1: devil's night yeah
0: yeah that's true it's widely believed today that the church was attempting to replace the celtic festival of the dead with a related church sanctioned holiday so they are trying to replace the original halloween it sounds like
1: done it with christmas
0: too <laughs> well yeah, let's not go into that one we hey, will in this, a couple of months this is halloween damn it
1: <laughs>
0: all souls day was celebrated similar similarly to Samhain, uh with big bonfires parades and dressing up in costume as saints angels and devils the all saints day celebration was also called all hallows or all hallowsmas from middle english Oh, dude, no, I'm not. I'll Messi. <laughs> dude, I can't. I, I don't know how read good.
1: Your and pronunciation
0: then, sucks. <laughs> no shit. That all that means that means All Saints' Day. And the night before it, the traditional night of Samhain in the Celtic religion began to be called All Hallows' Eve, and eventually, Halloween. So that's weird if you think about it because yeah. if the if the Christian religion put it on November 2nd but eventually moved it to November 1st if cuz All Souls' Day is November 2nd but they move yeah. but they moved the accordance or the yeah the observance I mean of this what was it what was it but, honor, but of Christ- way, that, o- honor of honor of Christian was, uh, November
1: first right
0: yeah, so yeah. you think you have November first being the original All Hallows Eve and then November second being um I guess Halloween at the time or are they Kinda, yeah or are they still seeing it as November first is Halloween. October thirty-first is All Hallows' Eve, and November second is Souls' Day. That was my—that's where my confusion is.
1: Yeah, I see that.
0: I'm May- not reading
1: the article; I'm listening to you talk about it, so I don't know.
0: Just based on what I'm saying. <laughs> I, I'm it not, sounds right to me. I'm not really one hundred percent sure about that. Well, I mean,
1: Halloween is called Halloween is called All Hallows' Eve.
0: Yeah, I'm just I'm just curious. I'm trying to find it before we continue on really quick. Uh, it doesn't really say any more about uh, about when it moved because if that's the case, everyone gets the day of Halloween wrong. It should be November first.
1: I wouldn't. Have, but that would be All Souls' Day,
0: right? Uh, November second would be All Souls' Day. But what that oh, yeah. says? All Saints' Day. Right? Yeah, All Saints' Day. Yeah. Yeah. Oh well, yeah, I'm not well, seeing. thing any...
1: was called, but the the Irish thing was Saway, which was on the first. Yeah. So I guess that would be like All Hallows Day and, and Halloween is that All Hallows Eve.
0: Mm-hmm. That must have been an American thing. I Probably. feel like, like a, colon, a uh, New England colony thing to, change it to the end of October because, I don't know, I don't know, but. That's that's well, the interesting. First of
1: November is like your beginning of the harvest.
0: Yeah. So once it hits November, it always seems to be different anyway. So they probably just changed it to October thirty first, just yeah. to be like, well, this is October. I mean, it doesn't feel any different because you know you know how you feel, like, the day of Halloween, and then how November first feels so much more. Um, what's the word? I'm like, shitty.
1: <laughs> Closer to winter. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, exactly.
0: Yeah. So maybe that's why they moved it. I don't know. The article actually surprisingly doesn't mention anything about that, and if it does, I'm missing it. But I apo- So I apologize. Uh, this is history. dot com, so it's the History Channel. So they have it here. I just don't see it. So that's probably just me.
1: They're talking about like a setting, you know, like the way the way everything looks and all that.
0: Yeah. When it comes, dude, my
1: house. Hal- my Halloween party I had last year here. I mean, mm-hmm. last week here. With, you know, the adults and I had the band playing. Yeah. The setting outside was foggy and kind of dark and Dude. creepy as hell.
0: Okay, side note before we continue on with this stuff. That's exactly how it's been around here a lot recently. Like I love it. We it's Yeah, awesome. we have a couple nice days here and there. And I'm just like, yeah, this is nice. But I think of Halloween in October... Whenever it's like kinda like with cloudy and a little bit foggy and a little cool. Not no. yeah.
1: I do it down here every day this week's been like a, a friggin' Tim Burton movie or you know, like like I live in Sleepy Hollow right now.
0: <laughs> that's the say- awesome. that's the saying that I love, man. I think this year over many other years has really made me like actually observe it and be like Damn, this looks nice. This is
1: It's like, this is awesome.
0: Yeah, right?
1: Like I went to Silent Hill all of a sudden.
0: (laughs) That would be amazing. Sort of, not really at all.
1: Yeah, I was about to say. It'd be kind of cool to see, but I better have a gun.
0: Yeah, right. Hey, how about whenever Halloween comes to America? Mm -hmm. The celebration of Halloween was extremely limited in... Colonial New England, because of the rigid Protestant belief system there, Halloween was much more common in Maryland and the Southern ca- colonies. So the Southern colonies had had it lit, fam. In in 2020, speak. Mm. Wow. While-, while the Northern colonies was like, be gone, Shamu.
1: Uh, I mean, think about Salem and the Witch Trials. That's true. Halloween wouldn't
0: work there. As the beliefs and customs of different European ethnic groups and the American Indians, uh, Native Americans probably, meshed, pardon me, a distinctly American version of Halloween began to emerge. The first celebrations include play parties, which were public events held to celebrate the harvest. Neighbors would share stories of the dead, tell each other's fortunes, dance, and sing. Colonial Halloween festivals also featured the telling of ghost stories and mischief-making of all kinds. By the middle of the 19th century, annual autumn festivals or festivities were common, you know. But Halloween was not yet celebrated everywhere in the country. In the second half of the 19th century, America was flooded with new immigrants. These were these new immigrants, especially the millions of Irish fleeing from the Irish potato famine... Help to popularize the celebration of Halloween. So, you can... Ba- what I'm getting at is here is... You can think time and the Irish for Halloween.
1: <laughs> I can agree with that.
0: Because if it wasn't for the Irish, it sounds like, and just time overall, just making more people mingle and things starting to change or whatever... Halloween was... I mean, you
1: started your history story with the Celts. Yeah, so, exactly. Yeah.
0: So thank you, Celts. Thank you, Celtic. Thank you, Irish. I'm sorry yes. the potato famine happened.
1: I appreciate St. Patrick's Day, too.
0: Yeah, there you go. <laughs>
1: it's not, not as much as Halloween.
0: Hey, I mean, March, it's three months after the beginning of the year, and Halloween's about, well, two months. But it's in the, it's in the third month yeah. They're the same thing. I don't care what you say. <laughs> I'll
1: go with it. Fuck it. Fuck it. It's Halloween. I'm happy.
0: And let's do one last little. Actually, let's talk about two things here because we're going to talk about the history of trick or treating and then Halloween parties. Yeah. Because that's the big one, I think, for us, anyways.
1: Both are my favorite
0: things. Oh, absolutely. So I didn't mean to completely read this article, and there will be more of the article that everybody can read. There's also a few parts that I skipped above when it came to the ancient origins of Halloween, but uh, there, I am reading a significant part of this, and I do apologize. But there's more if you want to read more about it. It's history.com. Just look up Halloween 2020, and you'll be able to find it there. So, well, let's talk about the history of trick-or-treating. Borrowing from European traditions, Americans began to dress up in costumes and go house-to-house, asking for food or money. Yikes. A practice that eventually became today's trick-or-treat tradition. Young women believe that... Can we on... go back to money? <laughs> I, I was going to say, I can't wait for J-Bomb to say something about the money thing.
1: Yeah, can we go back to
0: the money? <laughs> I mean, na- now I wish we could.
1: Yeah, fuck candy. Let's go back <laughs> to the money.
0: W- would, you, would this holiday become 10,000 times better if we went back to money? Hell yeah. Oh, yeah. I mean, I think you'd have adults trying to dress up and go house to house then. Trick-or-treating is definitely more for kids now.
1: The only thing is, we'd all have the same costume. We'd look <laughs> like the Monopoly man. <laughs>
0: That's funny. I just, I just wonder who would be the people that tries to uh, tax <sighs> people on doing that. Because you know it's going to happen.
1: Oh, yeah. There's going to be plenty of muggings.
0: Oh, yeah. <laughs> in the late 1800s, there was a movie in America to mold Halloween into a, more, into a holiday more about community and neighborly get-togethers. Then about ghosts, pranks and witchcraft. At the turn of the century, Halloween parties for both children and adults became the most common way to celebrate the day. Parties focused on games, foods, of the foods of the season and festive costumes. Parents were encouraged by newspapers and community leaders to take anything frightening or grotesque out of Halloween celebrations. Because of these efforts, Halloween lost most of its superstitious and religious overtones by the ge- beginning of the 20th century.
1: All those assholes need their asses kicked.
0: I I could argue that that's kind of coming back.
1: Not here. Really?
0: is it def- <laughs> is it definitely more toned down Halloween garbage?
1: In my house is um I got one room that looks like a kill room from Dexter. It's
0: plastic. Oh the, no! I'm talking. I was talking about your community. I know that. I know that your oh. house definitely meets more of that late of uh, the early 1800s actually fucking frightening type deal.
1: Yeah. But I'm. I that, wanted to remove it
0: all. Yeah, yeah. I but I, what I'm what I'm saying is I feel like in in 2020 now, I feel like the frightening and grotesque part of Halloween is starting to become more welcomed and more. Happy, good. Nah. You don't think so?
1: Not really. If you look at, hell, if you just look at horror movies in general nowadays compared to what was considered scary back then, it's. That's
0: fair. Okay, well, what about, like, around the 80s, whenever all those big horror films were coming out, like uh, Jason, Jason, Friday the 13th, uh, Nightmare Announced Me?
1: I mean, I'm glad you brought that up a little bit. As uh, I, uh, Last year, there was a show on TV called Eli Ross, The History of Horror. Yeah. And each episode kind of delved into each horror genre. And they got into the serial killers and the slashers. And, you know, back in the 70s, 80s, when this stuff kicked in, uh, you know, people, teenagers loved it. And the adults and, you know, and even the government even tried to get involved and completely blasted it. Mm-hmm. And it disappeared for a while you know it, it disappeared uh back you know, it was actually when it disappeared it was back before Freddy and, and Jason yeah it was back with the George A Romero the gruesome stuff and it all died off for a long time and that's when actually when uh chucky kind of took power
0: that was right around you know, the that was right around the time of the uh, tales from the crypt uh comic books and stuff wasn't it
1: yeah stuff started taking off
0: again yeah
1: there was some time in between the it didn't work out. Mm-hmm. Too and the slasher film almost died. Yeah. You know?
0: Which is very unfortunate. But like I I think it is slowly honestly starting to get some grass because look you have Halloween City, you have Spirit Halloween, you have all these other Halloween shops that are encouraging people to go in there and get these creepy fucking costumes and decorations and stuff, I think slowly but surely we are starting to get more of that frightening and grotesqueness back to Halloween. But I still think that that it's gone. But I think it's a lot better than what it used to be. Now, but let's be honest here. You compare now or even in the 80s, 1980s, compared to how Halloween probably used to be back in the 1800s, can't do it yeah yeah can't do it no 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 point because because that was the time where uh religious overtones and spiritual overtones were definitely in it and you couldn't have halloween unless you were talking about dead now starting from the late 1800s they kind of wanted to make it for everybody so they're like we can't talk about death and we can't have religiousness in there which is fine i get it but that's kind of not how Halloween is at least with the dead stuff.
1: Yeah. You
0: have and to And I mean
1: even with the the religious stuff, I mean, you look at a lot of your Halloween movies are are ghosts or uh, you know, demon possessions and stuff like yeah. that. That's all got highly religious overtones to it.
0: Yeah, exactly. So, Halloween I think to make it a really good Halloween has to have that sense of fright to it. It does. And and I understand why people don't want that to happen, but then it's not truly Halloween. It's your version of Halloween, but it's not it's not the Halloween. Yeah. yeah. Last thing we'll talk about in this history portion of Halloween is Halloween parties. Mm-hmm. Which we were just at one not too, too long ago, and I saved J-Bomb from demons.
1: Yeah, and I was at one... At my own home, not even a week, well, actually a week ago from the day this episode goes.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: I've had two in a row, man. I'm having my third tonight, but it's kids, and that's going to really wear me out.
0: I, too, am going to one later tonight after I get off work, and I cannot fucking wait for that. I don't know what's going to happen, but I am looking forward to it. We'll talk, we'll talk about oh, that yeah. throughout the episode. We'll come back to it. Let's get nice. let's get the boring part because I feel like you're kind of bored with this.
1: <laughs> <laughs> I'm, I know. I, actually, I'm a fan of history, so I'm enjoying it.
0: You all better be too. This better be a really fucking good episode, because if not, we're gonna redo it.
1: <laughs> and then all of a sudden, we find out that everybody passed forward in past Putty's history.
0: Oh, oh God, that I would hate that. I don't. <laughs> you know what? I don't care. I'm doing it. Y'all, y'all, y'all love it. I know it. I know it. Everyone loves They'll do history. It and you'll like it. Yeah, y'all... He'll
1: ask for more next week.
0: Exactly. Be like, can we get more Halloween? It's like, no, it's Christmas time. Okay, uh, we need
1: Well, Can we get more of history at least, Mr. Puddy?
0: Oh, dude, if I ever find out... We'll get back to the history part in just a minute, but if I ever find out that someone hates a part of the episode that I do, I will make it for sure... I shouldn't say this because I feel like an asshole. <laughs> but, like, just for one episode... I feel like I'd want to be like, go all out and do a full episode like that. And then never do it again. You know what I mean?
1: Kind of like Jim Carrey on Dumb and Dumber. He's like, you want to hear the most annoying sound in the world? You know? Yeah. Like
0: that.
1: (laughs) And just make a whole episode of it. (laughs) I feel you?
0: It's just like, if I get one bad comment about this history thing, then you bet your ass one week it's just going to be, J-Bomb and Putty presents Putty's History Quest.
1: <laughs> they, they'd be like, yeah, we, we don't like how many times they say fuck in an episode, <laughs> and then the next week's episode, we have Creature back on.
0: Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And, and just throughout the history episode, it's just going to be me saying random-ass history and you sleeping in the background. That's your only input. <laughs> That's your only fucking input. All right, let's do this. Let's talk about Halloween parties. Everyone's favorite, Halloween parties. <laughs> so by the 1920s and 1930s, Halloween had become a s- secular had become a secular but community-centered holiday. Can't believe that I failed to say secular. With parades and town-wide Halloween parties as the featured entertainment. Despite the best efforts of many schools and communities, vandalism began to plague some uh, celebrations in many communities during this time. By the 1950s, town leaders had successfully limited vandalism and Halloween had evolved into a holiday directed mainly at the young Due to the high numbers of young children during the 50s baby boom, parties moved from town civic centers into the classroom or home where they could be more easily accommodated. Between 1920 and 1950, the centuries-old practice of trick-or-treating was also revived. Trick-or-treating was a relatively inexpensive way for an entire community to share the Halloween celebration. In theory, families could also prevent tricks being played on them by providing the neighborhood children with small treats. Thus, a new American tradition was born, and it has continued to grow. Today, listen to this, Americans spend at estimated six billion dollars annually on Halloween, making it the country's second largest commercial holiday after Christmas.
1: I can, I can totally buy that because I I probably uh, spend a, a fraction of that amount of money myself every
0: year. Absolutely, dude. I can believe that myself. But something I can't believe, uh, from what it sounded like, there was a point where trick-or-treating kind of got abolished. Did you hear that? No. Well, remember what I said. Between 1920 and 1950, the centuries-old practice of trick-or-treating was also revived. So, I wonder, going back to the... to where in the late 1800s there was a move to make things less... uh, grotesque and frightening, I wonder if there was also kind of like a... a backing away from... Uh, trick-or-treating for some reason at that time, too. I mm-hmm. So, in the 1920s to the 50s, trick-or-treating came back. And great. It should have never left. I agree. If, if, that, if God that, bless
1: them for bringing it back and making it what it is.
0: Yeah, dude, because that's... <laughs> if you want to stop vandalism, you give someone a fucking treat. I gave you that.
1: Yeah, you want to stop that guy from... Just spray paint inside of your
0: building. Give them a candy bar, uh, unless they're one of those asshole kids that think they want, they deserve more than one piece of candy. You know what I mean?
1: Yeah, you only get one. Yeah, you, only you get
0: one. You only get one, or you get the amount that the person that has given everyone else. You know what I mean?
1: Cause yeah, I, we got to be fair about this shit.
0: Yeah, because I've had people give out one piece of candy at a time. I've also had people give kids about handfuls of, like, five or six pieces of candy at a time. Yeah. So.
1: I was always a fan of the treat bag.
0: The treat bag is a nice way because then you could put however many you want. The problem, though, is that if you don't know exactly how many people are in town or how many kids are going to come out, you'll fucking run out.
1: Yeah. Or you better have a hell of a supply.
0: Yeah, because once you run out and some kids don't get them, then you'd probably have to worry about getting egged at that point.
1: Yeah, or you could be like on that third uh, third rock from the sun episode and just start handing out like pounds of hamburger and can openers and sh- <laughs> <laughs>
0: that's that reminds me of the Mickey Mouse or the Donald Duck cartoon where the witch uh, wants to try to get back at Donald for playing tricks on his cousins or his nephews or whatever. So he doesn't have anything to get him and once she starts playing tricks on him he starts giving out his whole cupboard of stuff to try to appease them to get (laughs) it yeah and until like Uh she until she calls him like a some kind of name or something and then donald of course goes back to being donald duck so (laughs) yeah he's just emptying out the cupboard giving him whatever he has in there like beans and other type of shit you wouldn't normally give kids for Halloween. That's fucking great. Uh, So Yeah, I remember. So that will end our little history lesson. I hope I didn't bore you all to death. But from the sound of it, Halloween has a much deeper history that we could get into, but we need to move on because we have so much more. To go on with, so let's move on, shall we? <laughs>
1: Like another thing that I really like about Halloween, and, and honestly, Christmas takes it, and Thanksgiving does too, but, like, I, you know, we're, I'm a big movie buff and a big, big TV show fan and stuff like that. I love mm-hmm. those yearly traditional things that come on TV during oh, Halloween. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Love it. Like, I'm, I'm a huge fan of The Simpsons.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: And for, like... 30 years, they've done a Halloween episode, and then they've all been awesome.
0: Oh, yeah. Treehouse of Horrors is always some of the best stuff they do. I love that shit. Even as The Simpsons have gotten progressively worse and worse, Treehouse of Horrors is always good.
1: Yeah, I mean, the whole season can suck, and then Treehouse of Horrors is just great. Yeah. I I remember the Alfred Hedgecock episode they did was awesome. Mm Mm-hmm. They did like the crisscross, like Bart and Lisa agreed to kill each other's teachers. But Lisa thought, you know, Bart meant that she was supposed to go, like, TP her house or something like that. But TP actually stood for torture and pulverize, you know?
0: (laughs) Of course. As as you do on Halloween.
1: Yeah, I mean, even like those normal shows that, you know, some people sit and watch. They watch the whole series all season or whatever. And then that show will take a break from its normal shit and do a Halloween episode. I love stuff like that.
0: The Halloween episodes of random shows are some of the most interesting episodes of any type of series you'll ever see.
1: They're fun, yeah.
0: I remember watching um Even Stevens and Lizzie McGuire on Disney Channel whenever I was little. And uh they like so, so, yeah. I know, right? <laughs> I know, right? And like I remember watching them and, you know, they're normal, like, high school kids being like, oh, let it look, watch us grow up. And even Stevens was the only one that was really kind of weird because Shia LaBeouf was just a weird person in general. Still is. Yeah, indeed. <laughs> and, uh, but those those friggin' Halloween episodes, especially the Lizzie one because I can remember it the most fondly. Oh, dude, they were so good. L- Lizzie was dressed up as, like, clown or something and then halfway through the episode they try to prank uh the bully kate and so she starts acting like a zombie because of something in the episode i think that was like her best friend miranda's uh family tradition thing to spirits of the dead i don't remember (laughs) but anyways i can remember the part in the episode near the end where they try where they actually get her and trick her where lizzie's just going Kate! like a fucking zombie, going right after her, and it ends up with it ends up with the bully getting drenched in friggin' punch and whatnot. And at the end of the thing, it's like Lizzie. Actually, I can't remember if it's Lizzie or someone actually sees a real ghost and freaks out or something. I, fucking these are weird, man. I mean, but they're awesome. I love. I love the TV shows that just go all-out weird for Halloween, because if you think about it, Halloween's fucking weird. Uh, like,
1: you bring out, like, an all-out weird one. Like, I'm a big fan of Two and a Half Men, you know, with yeah. Charlie Sheen. Yeah, Did you see that Halloween episode they done?
0: I have no. Please please tell me about it, because I'm interested in what they did.
1: Well, like, Charlie and Alan's mom, episode was... Uh, trying to get him to go to a Halloween party with her,
0: Mm -hmm.
1: and they kept refusing. Like, Charlie turned her down, because he had a date, of course. Yeah, of course. Turns out his date, he thought was just some really cute, gothic, tattooed girl. Mm hmm Turns out she was a witch in a coven that wanted to take him and and sacrifice him. Well, actually, wanted to use him so they could spawn Baby uh, Baby Giglamesh (laughs) and bring on The End of Time.
0: Oh, my God.
1: And... Like, she curses Alan. He's, like, becoming a zombie. Like, his hair's falling out and shit like that. <laughs> his eyes swelling. Uh, yeah. He can't do nothing about it. And then, by the way the episode went was the mom pops up at the door, and she's dressed like the witch from uh, Wizard of Oz. Mm-hmm. When she shows up to get the, the guys to take him to her Halloween party. And when the witch that cursed Charlie and Alan sees her, she acts completely terrified because she knows her. Wow, and she's like, "Oh, I, I, I didn't know this was your son." And she's like, "Yes, these are my sons." And she's like, "I'm so sorry." And <laughs> they start talking about the curse she put on them. And she, what the hell they're talking about? She just gets her shit and walks out. <laughs>
0: they
1: both just—they both look at Charlie's mom and they're like scared to death of her. And she's like, "What? I take a spin class with her." <laughs> but then, yeah, the. But then the episode ends with her walking out and Charlie and Alan and the, the, the son is dressed up like the apes from Wizard of Oz mm-hmm. running out the door with her. It's funnier now.
0: That sounds great, dude. Dude.
1: I mean, I love when TV shows are and stuff like that. Even oh. even wrestling. We talk about wrestling all the time. When they had the Halloween episodes mm-hmm. of like Monday Night Raw and stuff, those were great.
0: I, I don't know. When it comes to the Halloween episodes of wrestling shows though i i think they're just worse in the attitude era like or whenever they go it,
1: super cheesy but they're still kind of
0: fun i i don't care for. Them. i think they're a little too cheesy for my taste honestly mm. cuz wrestling as itself is already cheesy mm. and, and then they want to add like halloween themed stuff and pumpkins everywhere i think the coolest thing i saw wrestling do for halloween just because the group fit anyways the new day not too many years back dressed up as the brood
1: yeah that was cool i remember that
0: yeah they dressed up as the brood on an episode of smackdown and it's it's cool because at the time they didn't do pyro so you had yeah. a bunch of guys in all black and these red like flame-looking things up above the of above their heads, and so they were just in a circle, looking like complete goofheads. It just around in a circle, and you saw Big E, Kofi, and Xavier come out, and Co- and Kofi's playing Edge. No, he's playing Christian. Xavier's playing Edge, and then Big E is playing Gangrel. And once they both get up on the top uh-huh. of rope. Big E takes the bottle of blood, takes the gauntlet of blood, drinks it, obviously, spits it out, and dude, he has one of the best laughs like Gangrel you would ever hear. Yeah, I remember that. It ruled, man. That was awesome. But I think the best part of that was the reaction of the crowd whenever they started with the Oh, WWE Universe! And then all of a sudden, whenever Big E was done... Then you hear, oh, you read oh, out, out. The,
1: the brood music.
0: Yeah. It's like they sh- they took a shot of this one little girl that was talking uh, with Big E, and all of a sudden you heard the brood music, and she's like, what, Mommy?
1: <laughs> <laughs>
0: it was now, I, classic. I mean, you know,
1: neither one of us are big wrestling fans anymore, but when I was a big wrestling fan to watch it and being a big Halloween fan if I was watching a Halloween WWE episode and The Undertaker and Kane was there that just made my Halloween even better
0: oh absolutely you yeah. can't you can't have Halloween without Kane and or The Undertaker
1: yeah got to it's like having you know Dick Clark at a New Year's show you gotta do it
0: Just like with Christmas, I think we should talk about some of our favorite moments, favorite things to do at Halloween, our favorite memories of Halloween time. And if you don't mind, I'll go first. I don't have many, just because Hall- Halloween to me, I didn't do anything on Halloween. Not not anything that I can remember right offhand.
1: You didn't start getting into Halloween till like, during in the past couple of years.
0: Yeah, that's for sure. Like... When I was a kid, I went trick-or-treating, and I, I enjoyed it, sort of, but, like, as a teenager and then early adult up until, like you said, a few years ago, um, no, Halloween was not a holiday I did anything with. I remember one time going to this girl's Halloween party, basically because in high school, I don't remember if I begged it, but I was, like, a little upset that she didn't invite me, but at the same time, it's like, were we friends, though? You know what I mean? <laughs> like, we were in class together and whatnot, and I thought she liked me, but for the longest time, she never gave me an invite. And I'm just like, oh, man, that sucks. But I feel like Bitch, to this... let me go to her Halloween party. Yeah, but I feel like to this day that I kind of made them as if they felt obligated, but it's like, no! I don't know what I did or what I said or who said what to whoever that made... That made her finally invite me, but she finally invited me, and, um... Hey, you're never gonna guess, I didn't have a good time, because I wasn't the same person that I am now. <laughs> yeah, so, Halloween... Fun, huh? ex- yeah, I'm way more fun now, and more entertaining to be around than what I was then. But, uh, you know, shit happens, Barbara kids clapping. That's true. Shit happens, you're kids you're clapping, but...
1: Even if you're like laying frog splashes on my you're still entertaining
0: why well, you gotta bring that up <laughs> so I'm I
1: will going bring that up.
0: <laughs> i'm I'm going to kind of sit back to this because yeah, like I said trick or treating that one time where I went to that one girls' party and then hell in the hills the past three years, but besides that oh, I don't I, I, I don't have much. J-Bomb, on the other hand, will take control for at least 20 to 25 minutes, I guarantee. Go ahead, J-Bomb.
1: <laughs> Maybe. See ya. Uh, I, I got it. This, this past Saturday it was my 10th ha- Halloween party. Mm-hmm. You know, that's a lot of fucking memories, man. Um, plus, growing up, that's the time I remember as a kid, you know, dad taking a trick-or-treating because dad liked Halloween mm-hmm. and horror movies and all that. So, um, But, I mean... If I had to pick one, I would definitely pick one of my funniest Halloween memories.
0: Um, you don't I have to pick like, just one. Just,
1: okay. Just well, talk I'm, about a few. I'll start with my funniest one. Okay. Um, funniest one, it was probably my fourth or fifth Halloween party that I'd done in a row. Mm-hmm. And my friends all came over. And we was all in costume because I require costumes.
0: Right.
1: Um, and we all was like, okay, do we got everything we're going to need for the night before we start drinking? We all realized, you know, somebody needed something. Somebody needed cigarettes, or we needed more uh, chasers, or whatever. So I lived right behind a gas station. So we all decided to hop in the car in our costumes and go to this gas station to, you know, supply up for the night. Right. All in costume. (laughs) This sounds like the beginning of a really fucked up joke.
0: This sounds like an amazing story about to be told.
1: Well, I mean, you, you know, like the old jokes of the preacher and her rabbi walking apart, blah, blah, blah. <laughs> uh, that's how this one goes. Uh, yeah. Yeah.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Um, so, Mario, Princess Peach, a Jedi, a Sons of Anarchy member, and a giant penis walk into a gas station.
0: Excuse me?
1: Yes, my buddy Tommy that year dressed as a giant penis for my adult Halloween party. Um, yeah. And his feet was his feet was little balls. Oh, God. Um, so, well, you know, we get all the stuff we need, and the whole time we got in the stuff, the guy behind the counter just looks completely blown away by what he's seeing. <laughs> and uh, we walk up to the counter with all of our stuff, and Tommy just grabs his balls out from, uh, from his feet and plops them up on the counter. <laughs> this gas station for like years. Well, I lived there for about two more years at that place behind that gas station. Every time I walked in that gas station, that dude was like, "I remember you." So I was like, "How oh, do you?" And he's like, "Yeah, and I remember all your friends too."
0: <laughs> and he says
1: he tells said he tells everybody that story when somebody asks him about the craziest story he has working there. Um, yeah, me and my buddies take the cake probably on that one. <laughs> it was uh it was an interesting night and it ended up being one of my one of my big parties that that you know that year was awesome had a blast uh, we always always do here though um you know and then uh, i'd say another great halloween memory was you know like i tell you every year it's taking my kids trick-or-treating watching them flip out and lose their minds and they get into it like i did when i was a kid so you put them in a costume and they're not in a costume. They've become that person.
0: No, oh, yeah, you I know. can imagine.
1: Yeah, my son was Iron Man last year, and it took everything to talk him out of jumping off the roof. <laughs> 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 he, was, uh, he was Tony damn Stark because I mean, I even uh, I don't know if you've seen pictures last year. I even colored his hair and I painted the little Tony Stark mustache on him. I did. He see looked that. just like a, a tiny Tony Stark. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, this year my daughter is going to be Harley Quinn, and she has been acting like it. <laughs> yeah, she's been running around the house being sassy as hell here lately, saying you know she's Harley Quinn.
0: Uh, um,
1: but yet yeah, taking my kids trick or treating is always a great memory, and it gets better every year that I get to take them. Um, won't be taking them this year, but I got a feeling that the party's gonna make up for it ten times over.
0: Oh, for sure, dude. You're having a big yeah. party for your kids. I think they're gonna be okay with not going trick or treating.
1: Yeah, and um, right now the numbers, if they all show up, I'm looking at 16 kids for sure and up to 20. Nice. Um, So that's plenty of children, Um, and, you know, i got a lot of cool games planned for them, and my kids just like to see any kids come over and hang out. So Mm -hmm. all of them in a costume and and getting to play games, yeah, they're going to sleep really good tonight. Oh, yeah. Uh, (laughs) Yeah, whenever they hit that part. Mixed um, I, I, <coughs> did you ever see the old movie. You probably didn't because you weren't a Halloween fan. But there was a movie back in either the late '80s or early '90s called "The Witches." <laughs>
0: <coughs> no, I have not.
1: Uh, I had Angelica Houston in it, who plays you know Morticia Adams in the original Adams family. Yeah. Um, but it was about these witches that met at a hotel. And give uh, they come up with this chocolate that they give to kids, and it turns kids into mice. Hmm.
0: Because
1: witches hate because witches hate children. They want to turn them all into mice and get rid of all the children on the planet. Yeah. Um, they actually remade that movie, and it came out last week on HBO. On HBO, and that, I have that in store for my kids for the close of their Halloween party. Nice. They're gonna. I got the projector all set up and ready, and they're gonna. Sit out on a couple air mattresses with other buddies and a giant bowl of popcorn and watch the new witches with Anne Hathaway this time.
0: Mm, there you go. Yeah. Whole new generation yeah. of kids with a whole new generation of actors doing the movie.
1: Yeah, doing a movie I grew up on. that Me and my sister watched religiously. Um,
0: I hope that's but, not a bad thing.
1: Nah, it was a great movie. Uh, okay, but, good. You know, like. Uh,
0: well, I say, um, I say that because yeah,
1: most what able to do is is. Um, angelica houston i mean ann hathaway's a great actor but being able to pull off what angelica houston did on that movie back in the day if she pulls it off i'll be shocked as shit
0: yeah that's what i was going to say because most a lot of remakes are not as good so i'm hoping it is good but you've have you've seen it before already
1: the, the new one yeah uh, my first time watching it will be with all the kids
0: nice well, hopefully it's as good, if not better, than the original.
1: I'm just... I'm just hoping for as good.
0: <laughs> as good would be... Beef, right? As good will be good, because then they'd at least get the idea of how the movie was.
1: Oh, I've seen trailers for the new one. And the trailers look like they keep true to the original really good, so... Oh,
0: nice. I'm looking- I, I have to go back to the one story you, the first story you told just because I just <laughs> I just think that story would be a tad bit better, a tad bit funnier. Just if <laughs> if the guy that was in the Mario and the Peach costume went up to the counter uh, and the guy and Tommy went up there with them. <laughs> And I swear to God, if the guy in the Mario costume knew how to talk like Mario, he should have been, he, he should have been like looked up at the person at the register and just be like, "At the beach, she stole, she took off and ripped off of my penis, and now I walk around with no <laughs>
1: penis." <laughs> that would have been good. <laughs> And now, my f- he did please. do a pretty good job at asking for a pack of marbles though in the Mario voice.
0: I want the one pack of marbles.
1: Yeah, he said, "Marble red, please."
0: Marlboro red, please. Woohoo!
1: The whole time though, at that counter was my friend dressed as the Jedi, just standing behind us with his lightsaber, just <laughs> staring a hole through the cashier. <laughs>
0: That's great. It makes me sad though cuz no one ever is Luigi. Luigi's my guy.
1: Nobody ever goes as Luigi.
0: I just basically this is my excuse to try to do my Luigi impression. So hold on one second. <clears throat> Are they different? Uh well, Mario is more upbeat and like Woohoo, yeah. Luigi's like wah. <laughs> Mario, Mario. <laughs> Wait Mario Mario's Except penis.
1: like one of the old monsters.
0: Mario's penis. <laughs> Luigi number one. She Wahoo. <laughs> she chopped it off. Chopped it <laughs> off.
1: Peach, why are you doing it. at
0: the Mario? <laughs> uh, Mario? <laughs> Wah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I don't think it was that bad. I give myself 10 out of 10 flying colors pass yeah
1: yeah good yeah
0: good should
1: do the voiceovers for a Nintendo game hey
0: did you know that the, in Luigi's mansion he, hung, he hangs himself
1: what <laughs> <laughs> he hangs himself
0: there there has been a meme online we'll get back to regularly scheduled programming in just a minute <laughs> the, there's been a oh, picture.
1: No, hang himself that's kind of spooky too
0: there has been a picture that has circulated online for years that up in the attic, when playing Luigi's Mansion, when the lightning strike goes off and you're standing in a particular place, there looks like wow. a, a a shadow of Luigi hanging himself.
1: Wow. Yeah.
0: Apparently that's cool. not what that is. Luigi's
1: Mansion a scary game anyway. What is it? I think it was,
0: wasn't it? It was supposed to be a semi scary game like for kids.
1: Yeah, it's supposed to be all spooky.
0: Yeah, but not fucking Luigi hanging himself scary. <laughs>
1: That's true. That does get a little graphic. Yeah. You <laughs> yeah. got
0: you got any more uh, favorite memories there before we move on to our our next segment because I've been thinking while you all while you've been talking and I I still have nothing.
1: I mean Another great one is one I just made this past Saturday.
0: Oh, dude. Uh, yeah. All right. We want to. You want to do a quick. You want to do a quick talk about Hell in the Hills Five one more time? I mean, we did a whole entire episode on it, but just to look I, I'm back. I'm
1: referring to boots in the Valley.
0: Oh, I'm sorry.
1: I my Halloween party I had here. So
0: yeah, talk about that more. We don't need to talk about Hell in the Hills anymore. How I frog blast you? Talk about.
1: Yeah, my ribs can't fill with that story again.
0: God damn it. <laughs> That's what I get. That's what I get.
1: I mean, did you, did you get to see some of the pictures and videos from here at I my did, party last week?
0: I knew you live-streamed.
1: Yeah, wow. I did live-stream the band playing.
0: Yeah, I watched which, a little
1: way, bit of that. In
0: they did. They did a very yeah. good job.
1: They did. They did great, and they were a great group of guys that had fun, had a blast, but I mean, it was a hell of a turnout here. You know not just my crew but friends and and new people and just all kinds of you know it was awesome yeah and you know the band tore it down the whole house was all spooked out and creepy um and i mean just sitting around with all my my best people and and what listening to some great music and and just everything was, was awesome i mean there was people in in my room playing rock band screaming their lungs out like it was karaoke night mm-hmm. um there uh, we had a Mario Kart tournament in the living room. Uh, I mean, it was just—it was a blast.
0: That's that's pretty awesome, man. I I honestly want to come down to one of those parties one day. It's just a week after going to Helena Hills and dealing with that. Yeah. And then I knew I because ha- I got off work that day to go to that. I knew that I probably couldn't handle two of those in a row
1: um you'd be amazed how easy it was (laughs) really (laughs) all of us yeah it's like we just picked up where hell in the hills left off man we just continued on with part two of hell in the hills in virginia style
0: now was Um, there anybody from hillbilly crew that that came there or was it just strictly OD?
1: we didn't get any hillbilly i I mean and honestly i I hoped some hillbilly members would make it and some of them told me they was going to try if everything worked out but like you said, with, with Hell in the Hills being the weekend before that, um, and then a week you know, the the week right after being a whole other party. I mean, that's that's a lot for a month. So
0: Yeah.
1: Like when I when I sent out the invite for the party, I said, if you're gonna to go to you know one Halloween party this year, go to Hell in the Hills. But if you want another one, come back again a week later to my house we'll we'll do all over again.
0: Oh, absolutely.
1: But I mean that's still a lot. I mean that. That's why I tell people that October is my busiest month because there's hell in the hills. There's my Halloween party. There's my kids Halloween party. There's trick or treating if they're going, um, if there's no COVID, um, which ain't happening this year, which is why we're doing a Halloween party.
0: Mm -hmm.
1: But honest, I've done, you know, like I said, this past year's Halloween party made my 10th one. My daughter's sixth and this year's Halloween party will make my fifth one. Um, so you know, it's, it's a tradition that goes on every year. So, month of October. I love October because Halloween's my favorite. Mm-hmm. But by the time November 1st gets here, I'm like, whew, okay. <laughs> <laughs> you
0: know,
1: I can breathe a little bit more. You know, it's just been crazy and hectic, but been so much fun at the same time. So, yeah, love me some Halloween. But, yeah, you know, that's a, that's a few of my memories. Uh, I know there's more, but trying to track that all back in my brain would take a while
0: well then, <laughs> well then let us proceed to the next bit of Halloween goodness Let's... we have Halloween without one thing and we've already talked about candy so you can do that and we talked about it slightly during the history section but dude we gotta talk about costumes and we gotta talk particularly about our best costumes and even maybe our favorite costumes that we've seen I'll be honest with you J-Bomb your costume at Hell in the Hills and at the Valley thing that you did might be one of my favorites, Mr. Silent Bomb.
1: <laughs> Jay and Silent Bomb, they showed up everywhere this be- Halloween. Be-
0: because, like, you have to fit into it, and this isn't a little joke, but you fit in it very well.
1: Oh, that's what I told people in a, at the party, and they was like, dude, you make the perfect Silent Bomb. I'm like, I'm short and fat, it comes with the territory.
0: <laughs> God damn it. <laughs> <laughs> But I'm assuming Silent Bomb isn't the most favorite costume that you've had, though. What are some of your best costumes that you've had or seen over the, throughout the years? Oh God! Yeah. Um. That's why I'm starting with you because this one will be like, "Cool, damn!" Let's see how many, how many yeah. he's got.
1: I mean, I, I, I try to throw down every year with something that gets people. Um, the year I win is the demon. You remember that.
0: That was a great one. I loved the face paint on, on you that day. Carrying around Negan's bat.
1: Yeah. Yeah, I did my own version of Finn Balor's Demon and I I loved it. It was it, putting it together was fun, painting up. I kinda know how Jeff Hardy feels now, how much he enjoys painting up. <laughs> right. Um and it was just the seeing people's reactions was great. Um the year before sick. that though, I was Negan.
0: Yeah, that's why you had the bat.
1: Yeah, I made my own Lucille. And the year before that, when I was Negan, I had the same reaction as when I was Silent Bob. Mm -hmm. Uh, We colored my hair perfect, and people were, like, staring at me. And it was like, dude, you look just like Negan. Like, I'm scared you're going to hit me with that fucking bat any (laughs) second.
0: (laughs) Bat rules.
1: Yeah. Um, I mean, shit, I've been Batman. Um, Now, dude, this is a funny one. When I was a kid... Um, and this will show how old I am, when I was a kid trick-or-treating, uh, Mortal Kombat had just came out like mm-hmm. a year or two before that.
0: Yeah.
1: Um, and I decided to be raiding for Mortal Kombat.
0: Really? And because, That's cool.
1: Well, it was cool to me. Yeah. Um, and it was cool to kids my age. Mm-hmm. But I went around trick-or-treating and where Mortal Kombat was kind of a new thing. Video games were kind of, you know, just you now taking off. Everybody thought I was a fucking mushroom.
0: Oh no! <laughs> yeah. Oh, you were and mushroom my dad bomb. Tells
1: stories about it. Yeah, my dad tells stories about it all the time. He's like, yeah, Jack would go up on the porch, look at all badass, you know, Raiden style, ready to you know, electrocute a motherfucker. And then the old people would be like, oh, look, he's a mushroom. And he's like, and then Jack would just get really mad and be like, I'm Raiden. Give me my candy. You know? <laughs>
0: Young Jack fucking just gets mad at the old lady that thinks it's a mushroom.
1: <laughs> I mean, come on, man.
0: What a you dick. You thinking
1: you a badass fucking. You thinking you a great elder god ready to, you know, electrify millions. And no, you a mushroom. You a, a piece of fungus.
0: You're a mushroom. Forever a mushroom.
1: No.
0: I was thinking of a of how to shorten a nickname for that and I wanted I was thinking of <laughs> I was thinking of roomba but call you room room bomb Room
1: bomb
0: Room bomb you are officially room bomb mushroom room bomb. mushroom, mushroom j bomb holy fucking shit oh, well, There's God.
1: salad bomb there's
0: room, room bomb room bomb
1: there's I think I I think somebody called me Negbomb bomb when I was negan.
0: Negbomb, alright.
1: Negbomb. Yeah. How about oh,
0: yeah. how about Jay Balor?
1: There you go. That was a, I like that.
0: That one's a little stretched yeah. though. It didn't sound as good, but
1: Or Finn how about Finn Bomber?
0: Uh no. Mm-hmm. You gotta have it as Jay or Bomb. Yeah. Gotcha. Yeah. Hmm, maybe Finn Bomb or Demon Bomb. Demon Bomb. There we go.
1: Demon Bomb. Yep. Demon Bomb wins. Demon, demon Bomb wins. wins.
0: Demon bomb wins. <laughs> e- easy. Easy makes sense. I like it.
1: Yeah. I like it. I dig it. Copyright yeah, I... it. I want a dollar every time somebody says it.
0: <laughs> <laughs> well, we go back to the problem I had with the original one because, like you said, Halloween was never my thing as a kid. And it's just more recently in the past few years became my favorite thing. I do have a favorite costume. Um and I'll get to it in a minute, but just a little backstory. As a little kid, my costumes were lame. <laughs> I'm pretty sure I not pretty sure, I know. I went as an M M&M M <laughs> and a planter's peanut.
1: <laughs> nice. I Were was... you Mr. Peanut, like you had the hat and the monocle and shit?
0: I did, I did. Nice. I was a fucking bag of trail mix for at least three years. <laughs> because I think I wore the M&M twice.
1: <laughs> nice. Right? Did you go as a checks mix piece one year too?
0: It's fucking, I wished i wish it would have just it would have just felt right at that point you know
1: yeah yeah It just gotta be in order you know
0: but in but in middle school to high school i actually was able to find a costume i liked because it kind of related to what i was into wrestling and it was kind of easy to do i dressed up as john cena nice yeah, and I actually had one of his one of the original um, Chain Gang T-shirts. If you remember that, yeah, it was, yeah, it was the all white one with the Chain Gang logo in um, camo.
1: Yeah, and on yeah. The,
0: on the back it said uh, "My time is now" or something like that. Champ is here. Yeah,
1: yeah. You had the wristbands and all that.
0: Oh fuck yeah, dude! I had that band that went on on your arm on your wrist. Yeah. And I had the spinner title.
1: I have the high tops. Yeah.
0: You had mm-hmm. the what? I had, oh, the, you spinner had the spinner belt. belt. Yeah.
1: Yeah, nice.
0: Dude, when I was younger, I loved that spinner belt. Now, I, I think it's the ugliest piece of shit I've ever seen in my life.
1: <laughs> yeah. Real did talk. You, did you go around telling people they can't see you?
0: Uh, No, because it wasn't a meme yet. Okay. Yeah. It was kind of a thing John Cena said, but it was never so it was seen like as back, a joke. Back. Yeah, remember, this was oh, at okay. the time... It was time where
1: like, back to the Thuganomics?
0: Yeah, it was like yeah. a year or two removed of th- after Thuganomics. Thug- this was okay. when Cena was more liked than not.
1: Yeah, when yeah. he went from Hillbitt to, to Good Guy.
0: Yeah, right. Yeah. So, that happened, and then... I got lazy one year and I went as a football player just because I was in football in middle school. So I was just like, fuck, I'll just wear like my pads and stuff going around going around getting candy or whatnot. And that was like the last time I trick-or-treated. It was like nice. middle school, seventh grade. And that's pretty old at that point. Wow. But it was the last year that I went trick-or-treating. And then after that, there's only been two costumes I really liked after. The first one being Steve. I was Steve for Minecraft at work one year, and I had the head, nice. the Steve head. I still have it, and I had, <laughs> I had a pickaxe. I was real big into Minecraft, dude. Uh, I had a pickaxe from Minecraft. I had a torch from Minecraft. I even brought a uh, a creep, a plushy creeper, with me. Oh yeah. So I was. So I was at work going around with the plushy creeper creeper in the office with me and uh, with the, with the pickaxe anywhere that I went. So that was pretty cool. And then probably oh, yeah. probably the last costume that I'll say. And also, too, with me in costumes, uh, my enormous size has kind of hindered me with costumes. Yeah. So this year I went as Jason. I didn't like that. And I will say, I wish Jason, <laughs> if he stopped caring about his weight. <laughs>
1: if he didn't chase campers so much.
0: Right, yeah. If he only did it, like, once every few years, and not, like, every time someone comes up there. Which is a lot, it seems. <laughs>
1: yeah. I did like you, Jason. He pulled it off nicely.
0: It also helped, too, because no one knew I was coming, so I had that mask on the entire time. But it just sucked, because... Yeah. There's no way I was gonna be able to fool anybody into who I was, just because you see how big I am, and you go automatically think if you know me, you're like, oh, that's Puddy.
1: Yeah.
0: Which sucks, but you know, I was a, I was at least able to get Lulu, cause she didn't think I was gonna be there. And whenever I was heading into the cabin, she was like, I was like, hey, Lulu, and she's like, who might this be? And so I lift up, <laughs> lift up the mask, current clips over there. She's like, oh, they're both like, oh, it's Puddy. I'm just like, hi, how's it going? <laughs> so I didn't get Skinner, but I did get Lulu and to an extent Calypso. So I was kind of happy about that.
1: Yeah. So now I do gotta say though, you bringing up wrestling, uh, it it made me remember uh, another one of my favorites, and yeah. it's actually it's actually not just a favorite costume, but it's a favorite memory. It was years ago before I got into pest control, I worked for Dish Network in uh, mm-hmm. a call center. And they had, uh, every year Halloween, they would let the trick-or-treaters come in, and there would be a tour guide that would take them through the whole call center to all each section of cubicles, and they'd get candy through the whole call center. And um, I was a trainer, so I got to be one of the tour guides. And I went as Rey Mysterio. Oh, yeah. And I, I mean, I ordered the $50 mask off WWE shop. I bought one of the... Um, 619 thing t-shirts you know the one that had the big uh the black shirt with the big white mask on the front of it um i had the eddie grero armband you know i had the the elbow pads and i was decked out i even went to um, a fabric store and bought the fabric and made actual ray mysterio pants i mean they were shiny as shit and kids actually thought i was ray mysterio at that uh, at that thing
0: nice dude
1: they they thought dish network paid for ray mysterio come in because at that time i was i was only about 140 150 pounds and i was in better shape looked better you know as far as you know in in that kind of same shape as ray was at the time yeah you could have pulled it off Yeah, we're the same height uh i grew in my goatee and that was back when he was like braiding it and twisting it up and stuff so i did that with it and um and my neighbor at the time huge wrestling fan he had a world title belt and Mm -hmm. i don't mean i don't mean like the plastic one you buy at walmart he ordered one of the four hundred dollar gold title belts
0: like legitimate replica
1: yeah like a replica yeah yeah and he let me take that to work with me so i walked around call center all day in stereo carrying around this big world heavyweight title and uh yeah there was kids trying to get my autograph and i was like uh i'm not really him you know (laughs) right
0: I was just done it anyway, just been like, hey, my day's made there. Bam, there you go, kid.
1: I'll tell you this, I, I probably took 200 pictures that night. That Every kid wanted a picture with Ray Mysterio. It was cool as fuck.
0: Speaking of that, uh, whenever I whenever I went to Steve, a little kid actually got a picture of me with them as Steve. So that was, that was pretty I, cool. And I was also, I wanted to be really cool. That was at the time I actually cared about working at Piggly Wiggly seems like uh-huh. so long ago um yeah but i actually had a copy of minecraft with me i would forgotten i did this and i was going to give it to just one random kid and i gave it to that kid nice i for i totally i don't know what reminded me but i totally just remembered that after after we took that picture i gave that kid that copy of minecraft yeah so that that's was cool that was cool it only sucked because i had to buy the game again but you know yeah it but is still i
1: mean it's a good that's a good halloween memory and you made a kid's night you know
0: that is probably like now i think about it i think that is my favorite halloween memory going going back to that along with probably my second favorite costume my first one's obviously a. Uh, probably john cena just because that was that worked out and it actually looked kind of decent and i wasn't as fat even though i was still pretty big for my age but i think favorite memory definitely was the steve thing and uh halloween or the costume was definitely john cena nice In the strange year that is 2020 we at least get to have some solace that it didn't fully take away something that has been happening the past three years now and is how we are going to end part one of j-bomb and putty save halloween j-bomb's halloween countdown is in the books it is number one has been revealed today and i have Top to say 13 of 13 right Every year before this has been 31. This year was a little different. There's 13. To be fair, though, I've mentioned it on the podcast before, I kind of like that more.
1: I do, too. I like it now. I believe that's what I'm going to stick with.
0: And so 13 people have made it in. I was happy that at least one of my guys got in. Mr. Jacob Singer barely got in, but he was in there. And I, I will say, number one... Not fucking surprising at all. <laughs> so go so ahead, for people that
1: hasn't Yeah, For people that hasn't uh, kept up with it, but for some reason, listen to this, but don't keep up with the damn countdown. Uh, just to recap, uh, number 13, as Buddy said, went to Jacob Singer from mm-hmm. Jacob's Ladder. Yep. Um, that was amazing to see he got into, into the top 13 in a couple of years.
0: I, I'm just going to say um, before you move on, I think that I influenced yeah. that one. I'm just saying.
1: I I believe you did. I'm I'm very sure you did. All
0: right, Cause um, he wasn't mentioned until I finally mentioned Jacob Singer on this podcast last year, and then looky there, fucking he shows up as number thirteen for 2020, barely making the cut. I'm like, yep, I did it. I did good. Good job, buddy. Hey,
1: I'm gonna I'm gonna say at least you know maybe. You brought it up, and when you did, so people last year was like, I think I need to watch this movie. Yeah. And then he got he got more
0: votes. Because Jacob's Ladder is a fucking impressively scary movie with minimal jump scares.
1: Yeah, but it'll scare the hell out of you.
0: Oh, for sure, dude. It's terrifying.
1: Uh, it's a trippy movie, man. Yeah, it's trippy. Um, but then Twelfth uh, went to um, uh, one of my favorites. I like him. Uh, the Creeper from Jeepers Creepers. Uh, i love min- jeepers creepers have you
0: you mentioned jeepers creepers i i have a reason for not ever going to watch jeepers creepers why I well i don't want to bum you out though and, what? I, and I don't want to bum the people out there listening to this because jeepers creepers could be you could just look at it as the movie itself but then the, you realize who the director is which one? Oh, were, were there different directors on 1 and 2? <coughs>
1: well, I think there was a different director on 1, 2, and 3.
0: Oh, oh shit. Well, then uh, Jeeper Cre- Jeepers Creepers 3, the director... <sighs> Censor this out, put it, because I will consider this as muffins material. Um, <laughs> director of Jeepers Creepers 3 allegedly, allegedly is a really yeah so uh, yeah that's why i have my problem with that but if they are different directors throughout the series i'll i won't say anything and i'll probably eventually yeah, they watch had it different
1: directors.
0: all right thank you the,
1: the third one was actually a direct to dvd release it was not a hollywood you know it wasn't a theatrical release at all it was the first two did good the, the first one did great, inspiring a second one. The second one, eh, yeah, and kind of killed it. And then for some reason, somebody said, let's do a third one, even though the second one kind of killed it.
0: Okay, well, um, just muffins. Allegedly. Muffins. muffins. Allegedly muffins. <laughs> so continue on. Uh, I'm sorry. Uh,
1: number 11 on the countdown is a personal favorite of mine. Uh, we talked about him before. Beetlejuice. You got a a Halloween... There's no no doubts there.
0: Oh,
1: no. Number 10 went went to um, last year's winner, Pennywise.
0: Which is the most surprising one, I think. We we talked about that last week. It dropped 10 spots, dude. Yeah.
1: Uh, Like we said last week, that's what shows you, you know... You got a movie out that year, you might get you know higher up on the countdown. But once your movie's gone, nobody cares anymore. Oh,
0: absolutely, yeah. <laughs> and Pennywise um, for sure number, happened.
1: Yeah, number nine went to uh, Chucky. Everybody's got a soft spot for Chucky. Crazy little possessed doll. Um, eight went to Alien or Xenomorph. Yeah. Alien franchise, you got to love it. Terrifying as shit, but. You know, when they came out, everybody thought it was just going to be a normal sci-fi movie, and it ended up being one of, you know, the the better horror movies in history. Um, seventh went to Predator, one of my picks.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: I love, I love me some Predator. He's a, he's a badass. Um, Six went to Pumpkinhead, also another classic. You got to watch at Halloween time. Have you seen Pumpkinhead before?
0: It's probably been a while.
1: Another. After the first one, they fall to shit. Hmm. The very first Pumpkinhead with Lance Henderson in it—that movie will make you want to cry
0: mm-hmm.
1: and make you want to be like the dad, you know, because Pumpkinhead—he's a creature brought back from, you know, wherever to exact revenge for you. You know, this dude's this dude's kid gets ran over and killed by these teenage kids that's drinking, and he gets ran over by a motorcycle. I don't spoil he... this shit. Come on, what are you doing? <laughs> <laughs> The movie's 20, 30 years old. If you haven't I, seen it by now, I'm not ruining shit.
0: I get Statue of Limitations as is over with, but what are you doing? Maybe, <laughs> maybe someone out there just be like, "Oh, maybe I was interested to seeing the movie. I don't have no interested anymore." Fuck you, J bomb. See what I'm doing? Bullshit. I don't care about. If they okay. heard no,
1: okay, if all they, right. If they heard Pumpkinhead before in the past thirty years, they still never watched it. If I tell them it's about some dude that brings a demon back to kill the, you know, his son's killers, they might actually watch this shit.
0: First of all, why are you screaming at me? I don't appreciate it. And second of all, can we please continue?
1: (laughs) Number five goes to one of my favorites as well. And one of my votes, Jigsaw. The Saw series.
0: That one makes sense.
1: I love Saw. Great movies. Um, Four went to Leatherface. uh, Texas Chainsaw Massacre. Everybody knows it. Even if you haven't watched it, you still know what the hell it is. Yep. Now that's um, that's higher
0: up for him than usual, isn't it?
1: No, he uh well, he was uh, actually he was 13 last year, so yeah. yeah it's it was a bit of a jump year. for him. There you go. See,
0: yeah. he was the hi- he was the highest jumper while Pennywise was the biggest loser.
1: Yeah, the the giant fall. Yeah. yeah. The fall from the throne. Exactly. Um third went to well, it's Halloween, Michael Myers.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Um, I'm still shocked he never got first.
0: It's still fucking funny to me that Michael Myers can't even get first place on a Halloween countdown when his fucking movie is called Halloween!
1: Yeah. That's, that's ironic. <laughs> that's just... If, if, if Michael Myers is is keeping up with my countdown, he's just sitting in a room going, damn One it, day.
0: I can't. One day. How many
1: motherfuckers do I gotta kill before I get first? <laughs> yeah. <You know? laughs> um... Number 2 went to Freddy Krueger.
0: I think it's just I think this just kind of shows how big Freddy Krueger is at 2 and then number
1: 1. Yeah. Well, you know, I got to say Freddy Krueger has Skinner's favorite. Oh yeah. Um and then number 1, you know, I'm not being sarcastic when I say this is actually your dad's favorite. Mm-hmm. Jason Voorhees wins again. Uh this makes Jason's third time out of four countdowns of winning. Um well, he's won twice and he tied for first with Freddy. I believe the first year I've done this. Um, so yeah, Jason Voorhees is definitely the undisputed champion of Halloween.
0: I will say this for when it comes to Jason. No, watching about five of the original movies, not all of them because eventually I just there's just so much random fucking killing of campers that I can deal with because it, it gets monotonous actually to me.
1: I mean, Friday the 13th, or Nightmare on Elm Street, any of them, really. The more of them they made, the shittier they got.
0: Yeah. Uh, at the time, I guess I understand why people love it, and why Jason and Freddy and all of them are ingrained in people's memory. I get oh, yeah. it. I get it somewhat, but honestly, I, I don't like that. I don't like that <laughs> like Jason is so loved, Honestly. He's, I, very loved, he, he's very loved, apparently. I he's very loved. And I'll and i be honest, I'll be truthful with you. I gave him a vote. I Turn absolutely did. Because I look past it as if, like, I, knew, I know why people love Jason. I understand it to a point. Yeah. Just because I don't particularly care for it much doesn't mean he doesn't deserve it. And I think before uh, Mike Myers, before Freddy Krueger, before any of them, I think Jason Voorhees definitely... 100% definitely is the best character. Oh, yeah. 1000%. Uh,
1: I think he's, because, uh, he's, I mean, he's a psycho slasher, you know, killer. Yeah. But if you, if you stem it back, I mean, the guy was, he was bullied as a kid. And, yeah. you know, most people can relate to that a little bit, you know?
0: The first movie didn't even have in him, him in it.
1: No, the first, yeah, the first killer was actually not Jason, it was his mother.
0: Yeah, spoiler alert, by the way, but yeah, his mom was the killer. It wasn't him. He wasn't in there until, like, the last ten minutes, and that was just as a spooky jump scare that actually got me.
1: (laughs) He did his job. (laughs) Yeah, yeah,
0: I did. It was a a pretty okay one. It was a pretty okay one. I mean,
1: yeah, he's won three countdowns, I mean, and shit, look at... Look at society. Mortal Kombat Ten had him in it. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, Jason's everywhere, and it doesn't matter what decade we're in. If he, it's been the past 35, 40 years, everybody knows who Jason is.
0: He's one two. He tied one. Yeah. <laughs> I'm going it to at least give. First. I'm going least give Freddie his credit there. He tied with Freddie on the first one.
1: Oh yeah. So and uh, it's perfect that they tied cuz you, then you can you know that that year I actually just brought up Freddy versus Jason. Yeah. You know.
0: Which mm-hmm.
1: was you know it was a funny ass movie but it was good. I like yeah. Freddy versus Jason. It was entertaining. Mhm. And watching them brawl at the end of that movie was like watching you know WWE UFC went to hell. <laughs>
0: was
1: was that last fight. You know, it was cool as hell, you know. So, yeah. <laughs> Freddy versus Jason, and I believe, will always be the brawl that we end up getting.
0: So I think out of just the first four or five that you've done, I think it's pretty clear where this list is always going to go. Jason's mm-hmm. going to be somewhere up there, and if there's a big hit-type star that kind of gets it one year because of a movie coming out, Pennywise, mm-hmm. um, they're going to get it. Uh Side note once again, I'm really surprised the Sanders' sisters were nowhere even close, yeah yeah um I expected them to at least be in the countdown uh they weren't even in the countdown. they weren't even voted for in the Look, in the original thirty one planned they weren't even given a vote this year.
1: nope, it was not no i do I do got a prediction for next year yo. I'm predicting Myers will finally take Halloween.
0: You think so? With the movie?
1: Well, they do have the movie coming out. And Jamie Lee Curtis coming back. It might be his best chance of taking that that trophy, taking that win.
0: Early predictions, I 100% agree with you. 100% agree. Because I was thinking of that, too. Because I was like, when's that movie come out? Was it this year or was it next year?
1: I think it's next year.
0: Yeah, if, if... the new Halloween movie comes out with Jamie Lee Curtis in, yeah. I I totally agree. I think, I think Mike Myers will finally be number one. Early prediction would be if he doesn't, he'll be number two to Jason. Yeah. Yeah.
1: I'll go with that.
0: Because I don't know of any other horror movie at the moment that is as big hyped up as Halloween is. Yeah. So... I honestly believe it's going to be for number one spot at this moment. It's going to be between Mike Myers and Jason. Uh, sorry, Freddy Krueger, you don't have a movie coming out next year. If you did, you'd probably have number one.
1: <laughs> but it's just Robert co- England has said several times that he's still in good enough shape to play the role. They just won't fucking let him.
0: Yeah. So that is the early predictions for 365 days from now. Uh, Hopefully I'm right. Hopefully you're right. I I wouldn't mind seeing a new winner.
1: I wouldn't mind seeing the guy who's in a movie named after the fucking holiday finally win the damn thing.
0: Do you honestly think it's going to happen, though?
1: Depends on how good the movie is.
0: Cross your fingers and let's hope it's good.
1: Yeah, if the movie pops and it gets a lot of reactions, he'll win. Question is, will it pop? as good as you know the remakes of It did that got Pennywise first place last year we'll see indeed time shall tell.
0: this has been part one of this podcast now mm-hmm. if you're if you're curious first of all J-Bomb what do you think so far think this is a pretty I'm, good one
1: I'm enjoying it you know, this is, it's something I like to talk about so yeah
0: Halloween is your thing for sure, man. Let's look at a recap. J-Bomb, you're good at recaps, but I'm going to take control of this one here. <laughs> just, just a recap of what we've talked about so far. We went over a little bit of history, and J-Bomb almost fell asleep on me. Uh, talked, ab- <laughs> talked about some spe- TV specials for Halloween, which is a very interesting one. Yeah. For sure. We then went into our favorite Halloween moments. And then our best costumes and our favorite costumes throughout the years, with some moments coming in there, too. Some forgotten mm-hmm. moments from the time before. And then we from finally holiday. left off just now with J-Bomb's Halloween countdown. Fre- Freddy, number two. Jason, number one. No tie this to this year. Before
1: he takes the win again.
0: Oh, for sure. I-, I had to start with number two because if you <clears> couldn't <throat> tell, I almost said Freddy got number one.
1: Yeah, you almost like pissed off some people.
0: I did. But no, but no, Jason is number 1 again. 13. I'm just happy that Jacob Singer's in it. 13 is fine cuz mm. Jacob's lighter inspired Silent Hill, so I'm totally okay with that.
1: Hey, maybe next year he'll rise up in the ranks.
0: I that's what I'm hoping. I'm looking for 12th next year.
1: Yeah, yeah that's being that's a good that's a good goal. That's good. 12th go with one at least. Yeah. Just
0: one. Yeah. So stay, stay with me peeps. Um Tomorrow, though, J-Bomb, are you interested in seeing what we have in store?
1: Actually, since uh, since you're the master, well, since I'm the master of recaps and you took it from me,
0: yeah,
1: I'm going to take this one from you.
0: Go ahead. Go around ahead.
1: Our our next episode later on tonight, um, yep. like we, we discussed a little er- earlier, uh, if you're sitting around, listening to podcasts, want a movie to watch tonight, watch a movie with us. Uh, yeah. Join Join us for John Carpenter's The Thing. Classic Kurt Russell movie. Scares the living shit out of you. Full of gore, full of horror, full of monsters, full of paranoia. Mm -hmm. Great movie.
0: We will be listening to it. Uh, We will not be having the audio in the podcast, but we will be doing commentary on it throughout the movie. So please come and join us as we watch The Thing. Great movie. Can't wait. We also have some advice to give out that will be on part at the end of part two. We're just, we're not going to end part one with advice for now. We're going to leave that for the end of it. And uh, and uh, I think I think we need to hear from little Jackie and Steve because last week we heard a little bit from Steve, not not enough to really care about, but and I honestly don't give a shit about little Jackie, but. If he's still being quiet since Hell in the Hills, I might get a little concerned.
1: <laughs> Maybe. Um, I think little Jackie will be watching the thing with us, and he will be
0: commenting on it. He'll be going in and out there, too? Yeah. All right, well, Steve's coming. He'll be here. He'll be here to watch the movie with us, too. So in and out with Steve and little Jackie with us, I think, will be a, a very interesting show and tell of, uh, of the thing.
1: Yeah, so instead of watching the thing with just J-Bomb and Putty, you can watch it with J-Bomb, Putty, Little Jackie, and Steve.
0: Yeah, so get ready to mute about half your audio when it comes to Little Jackie and Steve. Yeah. Yeah. Damn it. (laughs) All right, that's been part one of J-Bomb and Putty Save the Planet. J-Bomb, uh... I don't know how you're going to end this one. I'm a little interested to see what you say to lead us into part two, but go ahead and uh, (laughs) finish us out for this part. All
1: right. I hope you join us later on tonight for really one of the coolest movies you'll watch if you like horror. Um, Get the popcorn ready. Happy Halloween. Let's celebrate it right. Let's enjoy a kick-ass movie. And uh, until later tonight, stay metal.
0: It's a spooky day. Mmm, scary.